Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Up till about two weeks ago, I was becoming unhappy doing this show because for the past year up to that time, it was Donald Trump. Everything was Donald Trump. It was hard to come up with a topic that didn't concern Donald Trump because everything Trump said was important. The man was the president of the United States. Uh, So he got all the attention, and he's an individual who would change his mind three or four times a day. So there was a lot of news to discuss about him, but I was sick of him after a while, and I think many people were. The last two weeks I have commented at the beginning of the show, as I am now, that uh, things might be boring (laughs) without Donald. Uh, There just wasn't that snap to the news anymore. But I think we've moved out of that. We've moved into Joe Biden time. Uh, Especially this past week, he's done a remarkable job. He is doing a remarkable job. He's been in office, what, 37 days, and he's got the $1.9 trillion dollar uh new stimulus bill passed uh he's going to sign it sometime i assume before the end of this week uh and he's got other things uh on the fire uh the republicans don't say much they are continuing to be obstructionists as they were during the obama administration they say no to everything they vote for nothing uh, so i don't know what's going to happen with them but The Democrats are playing hardball where they can. He should play more hardball, Joe Biden, though. I believe he should get rid of the filibuster. That's hardball. Don't screw around with these people. It's your time, whether it's for two years, four years, six years, or eight years. Do what you got to do so you can get into force and effect what you promised the American people. Because if he fails to do so, the American people are going to remember the next time He runs again. I'm referring to Joe Biden. But anyhow, things are looking up. Tonight, for example, out of all the topics I have, Trump is only involved in one. And I think it's humorous, the one he's involved in. It's not a heavy thing or a hard thing. It doesn't show that he's screwing up. If anything, it shows that he has screwed up and it is recognized. So that's the story for tonight. We're going to go to a lot of exciting places, typical of every show. I won't get two of them all, but here's what's on the agenda tonight. Miami, Florida City, Key West, Washington, D.C., New York City, China, Pearl Harbor, Alaska, Rome, Italy, Lake Majority, Italy, St. Petersburg, Russia, and Texas. First topic tonight, my friends, is... Willie Nelson, I'll, tell, I'll, tell, I'll call it as Willie Nelson. Here's the story. Uh, I have been in self-quarantine for 369 days. 369 days in quarantine. That is more than one year. Uh, amazing, isn't it? Well, I had my shot, my first shot on February 27th after a lot of time and aggravation being wasted. Uh, And I know my second shot is now scheduled for March 27th, which is a mere two and a half weeks from now. And then from what I understand, I have to spend two or three weeks 
at home yet. Don't break the quarantine. And then I may go out wearing a face mask. So I'm going to be out. I guess it's like getting out of jail. I don't know. But all, all of a sudden, I'm starting to think the day is coming. And I'm getting a little itchy. I'm looking forward to it, as you would also. Uh, I, I mean, my dream is, I, I think about this now, I, I can't wait to go out and have dinner with someone. I want to sit outside for a while, but I want to have dinner with someone. Uh, I want to talk to someone while I'm having dinner. I do not wish to be alone. I, I can't wait to sit at a bar. I hope the chart room's open. If not, sit at another bar and have a drink and talk to my friends who will be coming out of the woodwork down here in Key West, people who will be flying in. We're going to start taking their vacations now that they've been through what I've been through. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And it brings to mind today, for the first time, Willie Nelson and On the Road Again. You remember? I, that's probably the greatest hit he had. He had many, but this was the greatest, in my opinion. On the Road Again. I just can't wait to get on the road again. And that's how I feel. I can't wait to get the hell out of the house and be on the road again. And I am looking forward to it. Let me say this also. I'm not one person alone who has quarantined themselves. Anyone in their 80s has that I know. you got to be crazy not to have done it. No one told them they had to do it. No doctor told me to do what I'm doing. Uh, people in their 60s and 70s, many of my friends have done it also. And we're not looking for glory or anything. We just want to stay alive. I'm smiling and laughing as I say it. Simple. We want to stay alive to enjoy a few more years. Uh, so there are many of us here. And it's going, to be, it's going to be a pleasant experience to get out of the house and see people. That's the big thing. Now, I want to talk about... Coronavirus, COVID-15, I got three or four topics to to cover, uh, which I think are important. Uh, Let's start with Jackson Memorial Hospital in Miami. Uh, Big operation. I've had some work done on my heart there. Very big operation. And uh, they're giving shots. Okay? They're giving shots. And they announced this past week that they are now, and I don't know if they had the governor's permission to do this, because no other hospital that I'm aware of has advertised this, but they have come to the public, Jackson Memorial Hospital, and said that they are now going to give the vaccine to those who are at risk, 16 or older. In other words, they have some terrible problem besides at risk, and otherwise would have to wait till they're older, but they're going to give it to anyone 16 or older, uh, which I think is a great step and something to do. And normally, people at risk who are getting the shot out of turn, so to speak, had to bring a note from their doctor to wherever they were going to get the shot, saying this person's at risk, they have this, 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 just a note. And the shot was given. Well, Not everyone working at these sites where shots are being given are that swift. I say this respectfully because they'll look at a note and say diphtheria isn't something that's covered. I'm making this up, of course, the diphtheria part. And who the hell is going to say they're right or wrong? And then afterwards, generally, it's found out 
that the doctor was right and the person refused to give the shot, the vaccine shot, uh, was wrong. Uh, So Jackson Memorial has said, not only are they going to do at-risk 16 and older, but no longer are they going to require the doctor's note, which is a good thing. It's a moving forward thing. But there's still chaos. There's chaos in all of Florida. Thank you, not President Trump. Thank you, Governor DeSantis, the most inept governor I have ever seen in my lifetime. He is Truman. I'm sorry, he is Donald Trump. Donald Trump, letter for letter. He did everything that Trump wanted during his Trump's administration. Trump has referred to him many times as the best governor in America. And the guy's terrible. I think he's dumb. I'm not saying this to knock him. He's actually dumb. How he got elected, I have no idea. Uh, Anyhow, uh, we have a problem with distribution, as you all know, here in Florida. Well, what's happening at Jackson Memorial, and they got a lot of shots to give. Uh, You know, they're not encumbered. Like, if you you went to, I think it was Big Pine, uh, Publix, they had 100 shots one day. A hundred shots, a hundred vaccine shots. Can you imagine? <laughs> There's more than that number of people in Big Pine or in the area. Anyhow, and also Walgreens down here. I think they had a hundred or two hundred vaccine shots, as did CVS. Not enough, but they got many, many because Jackson Memorial Hospital is important. They're a big entity, et cetera, et cetera. Well, there's chaos because what's happening They don't have as much vaccine dosage as Jackson Memorial has. They don't have enough to inject or provide the people who wait to get their shot with. In other words, people come to the hospital, people stand in line. These are eligible residents. They're not snowbirds. They are eligible residents, and they stand in line. And they stand in line, and they stand in line, and when it becomes their turn, guess what happens? They are told, we're out of vaccine. Isn't that amazing? We are out of vaccine. So that's the story there with Jackson Memorial. Now let me tell you about Florida City. Florida City is between Miami and Key Largo. Florida City is just before you enter into the Keys. Uh, it, it may be Homestead. It's Florida City, then Homestead, I believe, or vice versa. But they're both there just before 10, 15 miles before you enter the Keys. Uh, now, Florida City, it's a busy, busy town, let me tell you. It's a busy town. I've driven through it many times in the last 30 years because when I used to go back and forth with more frequency to uh, Miami, I would do so. Well, Florida City, this woman waited in line. She thought it was her day to get the shot for five hours in the boiling sun. Who the hell waits in line five hours? I, when I had to go here in Key West on the 27th, uh, I was told my appointment was 1230. Don't come early. There's no, there's no standing in line, no time, no time to wait, no room to wait. Don't drive a car. There's no place to park. Have someone drop you off and pick you up. And it worked fast, and it worked well. But Florida City, wherever they held it, 
this woman waits in line five hours to make it even worse. Her six-month-old baby is in her arms. She had no place to send the baby, but it's time for her to get her shot. When she reaches the table where she's going to get the shot, after five hours in the hot sun, she's told (laughs) she's not qualified to get vaccinated that day. Uh, She was on the list, but there was something wrong uh, with her paperwork, and the paperwork is so simple here. I couldn't believe it was. It was like one sheet, and then you sign on the back. It was. It was nothing. But and they couldn't give her the shot. This is after five hours in line with a baby in the boiling sun. Well, she went out and she raised hell. Not there, but she got on the phone, called whoever she had to call, and kept raising hell. And it finally was determined that day that she was eligible to receive her shot. So they gave her an appointment for the next day, and, of course, she did not have to wait. Uh, the problem is the people working at these sites are not all swift. That's an insult, but I don't mean it. They're not just, they're just not swift. Uh, and they think they're doing right. They have to make a certain type decision, and they make it when they're not qualified to do it. And in most instances, it's not even their job to do it. Because let me tell you something. By the time I reached the table here on the 27th to get my shot, I sat down, this nurse student, she talked to me, uh, and she gave me my shot. I had at least a dozen people talk to me before I got there. They were in lines, standing, and I just walked, stand in front of them, told them my name, told them how old I was, showed them my driver's license to prove my age and my residency, and uh, it moved, bing, bing, bing. Uh, it did it, by the time, from the time I started the system to the time I got my shot was 15 minutes. Then I had to sit for 15 minutes to see if I was going to pass out or whatever, and I didn't. They let me go home. So it was a quick half hour. But they're not all doing it right because some of these people, I don't know, they must think they're powerful because they're helping to give out the shots. I, th- I think they're heroes that people are giving out the shots. That's a, a good six, seven-hour job on any day. I don't know if they get paid or they're volunteers or what. I thought they were doing yeoman service where I went. Anyhow, that's the problem. This woman's five five hours in line. She's eligible. The idiot that's taking care of her at the table, going to give her the shot, says, oh, you're not eligible. Turns out she is. She has to come back the next day. She's got the six-month-old baby. Now, my last item today on coronavirus. This is the best. If you read my blog, and most of you do, and if you listen to this show, and most of you do, I have bitched, it's the only way to put it, uh, over the past couple of months, I'm 85 years old. When am I going to get my shot? I mean, we, 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 I got this news over the media. The, the age has been dropped from 85 to 75. Why didn't they call me? Nobody called me, and I've signed up twice for this thing. Uh, then it's dropped from 75 to 65. No one calls Lewis. I'm 85 years old. Then it was dropped in some places in Florida, 55 years. And I'm saying, what the hell's going on? When am I going to get my shot? But my situation was the situation of most people. It isn't organized. It was organized well what was done to me in Bahama Village at the high school on February 27th. But overall, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. Because I I got my shot on February 27th. I waited two months to get a call. And I got the call, by the way, two days before I was getting the shot. 
and uh, the state runs all this. I got a telephone call this morning from what I assume was a charming young lady. She was charming, sweet voice. She says, I'm calling on behalf of the state of Florida. My name is so-and-so, and I want to schedule your vaccine shot. <laughs> Here I've been waiting forever. I just had it, what, uh, two weeks ago? I don't know, something like that, 10 days ago. She wants to schedule it, and that's what I'm saying. The left hand does not know what the right hand is doing. Everything's screwed up from distribution to scheduling appointments. And it was very nice. I stopped her. I said, please, I got my shot. I'm scheduled for the 27th of March for the second one. She was all excited. That she said, that's wonderful. I don't know if she was supposed to say it, but she made me feel good. And I said, please, I'm so happy I got my shot. And I think all of us are, as in one, we get the shot. So that's, that's, or they called me this morning to give me a shot. I got on February 27th. Now, I'm going to stay. I, I'm sorry. I have one more item to discuss with the uh, with coronavirus and COVID-15, and this involves Johnson and Johnson, who came out with the third vaccine that has been qualified for use in the United States, and it's only a one-shot deal. Fauci says. Don't worry, the numbers are different, 67%, 94%. The numbers are different for different things. The the medicines or what's inside the shots aren't the same in each one, but they do the job. Just get the shot. And that's the message. Get the shot or shots. Okay. So they came out last week, Johnson & Johnson. More people are going to get the shot already. That that's out there. Johnson and Johnson's vaccine is being used. Uh, well, now comes the Catholic Church. Not precisely the Catholic Church, but the U the U.S. Conference, Catholic Conference of Bishops. The U.S. Catholic Conference of Bishops. This is a right wing group. They are more far right than the Republicans in the United States Senate. They are an extremist group. They are financially supported by the extremists in this country who we don't even hear their names. They're the rich and affluent for some reason that want to do things with the church and control it. And they support certain bishops. Not all the bishops. I don't even know how many bishops. But they're a powerful organization, and they constantly come out with things that are far to the right. The Catholic bishops group in the United States is opposed, diametrically opposed to Pope Francis, because Francis is a liberal. They're they're far-right Republicans. He may be a far-right liberal, I don't know, but they're giving Francis a hard time. They want to get Francis deposed as Pope. This is for real. I've been talking about this and writing about this for several months. One of the people behind all this crap, and I'm going to describe it that way, who is working intimately, two people that are working intimately with the Bishops' Conference here in the United States are Steve Bannon, remember him, he's now under indictment for something, but his his goal in life is to bring down establishments, including the Vatican. He has been over there constantly in the past year. The other one is Newt Gingrich. Newt, remember Newt? He was Speaker of the House. Uh, he brought in a Republican Congress for the first time in something like 30 years. Well, 
Newt is very influential with the Catholic Church, and here's why. He wasn't a Catholic from day one. He's into his third marriage, which is a no-no in the Catholic Church. But what happened was when he wanted to marry his third, third woman, his third wife, she was a Catholic, and she says, you've got to become a Catholic. So he became a Catholic. Donald Trump appointed, nominated, Newt Gingrich's wife, the ambassador to the Vatican. Now, not only does she live on the Vatican grounds or near them, so does her husband, Newt. And the word is, Newt has his way freely walking around the Vatican offices, buildings, and grounds because he's the husband of the ambassador. And uh, so here's what happened. Here's what happened. I've gone through the background. Johnson and the Bishop's Conference came out this week within days of it being announced that uh, their vaccine, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, was going to be used and said, you can't use it. They told all the bishops in the United States to announce to their priests, to the parishioners, you cannot use Johnson & Johnson vaccine. It had to do with abortion. There is something in the composition of the pill. It's, it's been described. I haven't found anything that tells me what it is yet, but it's something very remote and very slight and has to do with stem cells. And because of that, it has been described as the pill having contents which are contrary to the church's rules regarding abortion. Uh, not even all the bishops in the United States support this premise. Uh, from what I've read, not even half of them in the conference support it. It seems like the group in charge are watching out that we don't get suckered into doing something to create an abortion uh, came out rapidly, and they didn't do their homework. But the rule is still there. You can't do it. Bad stuff. Don't take their pill. And we'll, at a time when we want everybody to take pills. And, and what bothers me is the bishops have put in jeopardy by saying, don't take the Johnson & Johnson pill. That might scare people into not taking the pill at all. Who knows? But the individual who doesn't take the pill for that reason, the individual who doesn't take that pill and passes the virus on to somebody else because they did not take the pill, it's against the common good. It does not make sense at all, but that's what the Catholic bishops in this country have done. Now let's go to Donald Trump. This is the only Donald Trump portion tonight. I love this. Do you recall when Trump first got elected, his first, second, and third years, he would say, I can walk out on the street, leave Trump Tower, go out on Fifth Avenue, shoot somebody in front of hundreds of people, and I'd never be convicted. And he was, I'm sure he was right at the time. I don't think it's that way anymore. Trump flew into New York from his home down in Florida Sunday night, arriving at 9 o'clock. He was at Trump Tower. The limousine drove him to Trump Tower. He was alone. Melania is down, and she remained in Florida. When he got out of the car, there was a crowd. Do you know how many supporters were in that crowd? One, one waving, say hello, wonderful Donald. Everyone else, and I don't know the number. The number's been, never been given. I can't find it. But there was a, enough of a crowd that were protesting Donald having returned to New York City. I assume they were New York City residents. Uh, and they booed him when he got out of the car to walk to the entrance to the Trump Tower. And, and they were yelling. 
Arrest him tomorrow morning, Monday morning. Arrest him Monday morning. They were carrying signs also and shouting, Florida man, go home. Indict Trump. Arrest Trump. Do you remember? Arrest Hillary. Put Hillary in jail. Now it's coming back at him. What goes around comes around. And so he doesn't appear to be as popular as, as he was. Not even closely popular. It, it, it reminded me of Thomas Wolfe. Thomas Wolfe in a novel uh, back in 1940 that got published. I can't remember its name. There's a line in it that's very po- uh, popular, and I quote, you can't go home again. Donald, you can't go home again. Now, where am I? China. This is terrific what I'm going to tell you about China now. And I'm tying it into the United States. You're going to love this one. Uh, And this is the story. I think China is a very smart country. So do you. We all know it. Uh, Engineering and everything, they're they're big. They've gotten very big. And I'm very impressed. And you have to be. I'm as impressed as I was with Japan 30 years ago that they were out manufacturing and out inventing things more so than anyone in the world. Well, China's reached that point even better. Uh, and, you know, they may be thieves, they may be sneaky, but they do things. And they, and they cover their asses. They try to do things right to protect the right people. i got to say it that way because they got, if not thousands, millions of people in concentration camps in China, be that as it may. But now China has a new test for coronavirus. It, it's being tested right now strictly for All foreign travelers using airplanes coming into Beijing and Shanghai. Foreign travelers coming into Beijing and Shanghai airports. And the test is an, listen to this, an anal COVID-19. You use a swab. And I don't know whether you wipe your own ass or someone wipes it for you. Uh... Now, can you? It, I, I, this is going to come to the United States one way or another. Can you imagine the people in our country, so many reluctant to even wear a face mask, agreeing to have their ass swabbed by themselves or by someone else to make sure they don't have coronavirus, many of whom don't even believe there's such a virus. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. It's going to be funny if we ever invoke this in the United States, ass swabbing. And the reason is because scientists have said, or doctors, the fecal matter retains the coronavirus uh, longer than uh, the other tests that they have been using. What do we got here? Oh, 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 oh. The new stimulus package is going to provide stimulus checks to prisoners who are on death row for murder. Yeah. They did this last year, too, though, with the two stimulus checks they had, but we never knew. But this time, Senator Tom Cotton, the Republican from Arkansas that's as bad as Tom Cruise from Texas, these guys are both demented. They both want to be president, run for president in 2024. Cotton especially has the support of big financial people in the Republican Party whose names we never hear and never know. And he's only been five years in the Senate. He came in immediately. He's a Harvard Law grad. In fact, these Harvard Law, most of the Harvard Law grads in the Senate, or there's few Yale Law grads, they're nuts. 
I don't know. They come out of this, this great school, Harvard Law School, and they don't have common sense judgment. It's like internally they are terrorists. Anyhow, we got people like Dylan Roof murdered nine people. He's on federal death row, okay? He's getting it. We got the Boston bomber. I can't even pronounce his name. I won't even try. Uh, but he murdered three people and actually terrorized the city. He's going to get it. And there's an Aaron Ciano who is sentenced to life for selling to one million people fentanyl-laced fake oxycodone pills. These were unsuspecting buyers. And as it turns out, that news hit yesterday, and the news today is every prisoner gets it, gets the check. Now, what are they going to use $1,400 for? I don't know. What they use 2000 for last year? I assume they can only use it at commissary to buy soda pops, cigarettes, and so forth. So I don't know. And uh, Cotton is the one who broke the news after the Republicans failed to vote for any part of this stimulus package. But last year, Cotton and the Republicans all voted for last year's stimulus package, knowing that provision was in there. Okay. Well, that's the show for tonight. I didn't get as far as I wanted to again. I always have more material to talk about. I always fear I'm going to run out. I don't even come close, unfortunately. Uh, But uh, I hope you enjoyed. I thank you again for joining me. I love doing the show. I assume you enjoy listening. As I I keep saying, my numbers are going up with this show. Uh, Please suggest to your friends they they might want to listen. And hopefully we'll all be together again next week. Enjoy yourselves, my friends.